Welcome back to the Tex Ags Maroon and White Report, an hour-long Aggie football show heard weekly on the CRM Sports Network in this station. I'm your host, Gabe Bach. It's the fall 2017 debut, and coming up on the program, we'll take a close look at the Texas A&M football team entering the season opener this Sunday night. All eyes on Pasadena, California. It's Texas A&M and UCLA at the Rose Bowl, the first time the Aggies have ever played in the Rose Bowl. We'll look at the reasons to be encouraged and the reasons for concern with Aggie football 2017. We'll also dive into the matchup with the Bruins and take a glimpse at the seven games, in my opinion, that matter in the SEC. All that and more. Former A&M player, two-time Super Bowl champion Ty Warren, longtime and legendary high school coach and former A&M linebackers coach Alan Waddell, ESPN and SEC Network host and anchor, and reporter Laura Rutledge will be with us. Billy Lucci, Texag's lead analyst with us as well. All coming your way and more. Before we go to the break, though, right off the top, I want to say that our thoughts and our prayers and our minds and feelings and our hearts are with the city of Houston. In the entire Texas coast in the wake of the Hurricane Harvey tragedy, millions of people affected by the storm. People flooded out, homes ruined. A lot of devastation down there in Houston and along the Texas coast. So many homes have been ruined by this. A couple of lives lost as well. So our thoughts and our hearts and our prayers are with those impacted by Harvey. We'll take a timeout. It's Warren and Waddell talking reasons to be encouraged and reasons for concern heading into this season with the former player and the former coach. All that coming your way and more next on Texag's Maroon and White Report on the CRM Sports Network. All across Texas and beyond, people are buying from Tom Light Chevrolet. Why? Because we constantly challenge ourselves to give you unrivaled savings. With the most competitive internet pricing available, there's no need to drive all over the map for the best closeout deals of the year. Tom Light Chevrolet has the largest selection of Silverados, Cruises, Corvettes, and Camaros in the Brazos Valley. You want more for your trade? Come in and get a free cash offer on your old car with no obligation to buy. Tom Light Chevrolet is your official Auto Trader trade-in marketplace dealership. Feel free to walk away with cash or use it as a down payment on your new Chevy. Because we know that when you see these amazing closeout prices, you'll never want to shop anywhere else. That's why since 1972, all roads lead to Tom Light Chevrolet. Come and see our team at North Earl Rudder Freeway in Bryant or shop us online all the time at TomLight.com. Chevy, find new roads. Hey, it's Jim. I can't take your call right now. I'm digging for oil in my basement to help pay for my family's mobile bill. A little crazy, you say? (laughs) You try getting a data plan that has enough gigs for my family. And I thought braces were expensive. We definitely need a switch. Stuck in a dysfunctional family plan? Switch to Boost Best Family Plan right now and get four lines for just $25 per line, each with unlimited gigs. With Metro PCS, you only get two gigs per line for the same price. Plus, switch today and get up to four free phones, all on the fast and reliable Sprint Nationwide network. Boost makes it easy to switch. Switching makes it easy to save. Offer ends 9 10, 17. Requires one line to port in. Lines include unlimited data, talk, and text. Video streams optimized at up to 480p plus resolution. Music up to 500 kilobits per second and cloud gaming up to 2 megabits per second. Data deprioritization applies during congestion. Comparison based on Metro PCS's 2 gigabyte promo plan as of 4 17. For additional details, visit their website. Free phones while supplies last. Requires port in and activation on $100 plan. Coverage and offers not available everywhere. Restrictions apply. Welcome to Geico's Motorcycle Meanderings. I sure saved a lot of money by switching to Geico. I scored some big savings, and now I can use their mobile app 24-7 for all sorts of stuff. Life just makes sense now. What doesn't make sense is why don't bikers order in drive throughs more often? Is it because the name drive through feels exclusionary? They should call it drive or ride through. But then I'd need three extra arms to hold my drink and burger and fries. Nah, I'm happy with just two arms. Geico Motorcycle. Savings that make sense. Check out the Groupon app where you can save up to infinity, theoretically speaking. Actually, you can save up to $100 a week on what you do every day. Suppose you saved $10 on tacos and took that $10 and used it to get more great restaurant deals on Groupon, like Italian or Chinese. Pretty soon, you could save a ton. Brunch? Check Groupon. Dinner plans? Check Groupon. Hungry? Use the top-rated Groupon app to save up to $100 a week on what you do every day. Download the app and save. Groupon.
Hi, Gabe Bach here from TechSags Radio. And if you're not currently a premium or varsity-level subscriber to TechSags.com, what are you waiting for? TechSags.com is the inside source for all things Aggie sports, the leaders in breaking news coverage, in-depth analysis, recruiting scoop, and more. Whether it's exclusive long-form interviews with Aggie players and coaches or inside on the next big recruit on his way to Aggieland, nobody covers A&M like TechSags. Jump on board now and don't miss out on the very best in A&M sports coverage. It's TechSags.com. Back to the Texas Marin and White Report on the CRM Sports Network. Gabe Bach with you. We're getting you ready for AM and UCLA coming up 6:30 p.m. Central Time. Kickoff this Sunday at the Rose Bowl. And we're joined right now in studio by former AM and NFL player Ty Warren and longtime former coach in high school, three-time state champion at Lamarck, and former linebackers coach Alan Waddell with us. Coach, I want to give you a first take here. And Ty, let's play off of this. Okay. Just the fur your your big area of encouragement, right? From what you know about this team, what you think you think about Aggie football twenty seventeen. Not necessarily right now for this exercise, looking at the first game, but just the seventeen season. Where are you most encouraged? I'm most encouraged about the depth on defense, the talent that we have on defense. There's a, if you look at the defensive depth chart, there's a lot of ors, and that doesn't necessarily mean that we don't know they can play or not. It means we got a bunch of people who can play. Um, defensive tackles are really looking good, I believe. I'm encouraged about the young linebackers. I think Alaka now, being a junior, is in the position at the uh, same like he needs to be in the, at the wheel linebacker position. I'm also very impressed with what I hear about uh, the uh, the young corners. You know, the depth we've got mm-hmm. at cornerback. They're tall, they're lanky, <laughs> they run real well. And then the the playmakers. You know, Amani, he's a, he's a playmaker. Um, I, on the offensive side of the ball, I really like uh, – I think the depth in the offensive line is there. And they're all young. We don't have any seniors starting. But we've got uh, six, seven, eight players that can, can play. And the young wide receivers, uh, maybe they don't have the overall experience that we had last year, but they've got some talent. They're going to be uh, they're going to be first-day draft choices too, those type of players. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, uh, I think we've got two great running backs that can handle anybody in the, in the conference. And I'm not worried about the quarterback position. I've got a lot of confidence in Noel Mazzoni and the staff. Um, just like on defense, I'm not worried about that we've lost two of the best defensive end in the country. i got confidence in Chief. Uh, I know he can dial up some blitzes and do some things that can bring pressure. And uh, I'm excited about uh, how the coaching staff feels about this football team. Lots of questions. Yes. But that's, that's all right because the questions can be positive. Especially when you got the talent to fill those that's gaps. Right. Ty, where are you most encouraged? Uh, I'm, I'm very encouraged with the experience all right, that's coming back on the defense, um, being under the chief um, you know, for some time now. And, and just uh, those defensive tackles, you know, Zay and Kiki. And, um, you know, you look at the depth chart, you got a 9-5. Matabike. Uh, yeah, he's he's down uh, down there in the tackle position. Uh, Mac, um, just the depth. And then not to mention, I, you know, I got to speak to uh, the kids before they went to the uh, fish camp. Oh, right, great. This, yeah. past, this past year. And I, and I got to uh, – I hadn't seen much out there on the field, but I tell you, I got to, I got to see these guys in person uh, right before they left off the fish camp and just kind of talk to them about the maturation stage going into college and, you know, what's, what's, <laughs> what needs to happen in order to, you know, to um, start strong and finish strong and that type of thing. But uh, while I was talking to them, I couldn't help but to just just, just be marveled by the, by the size of these guys and uh, just the maturity, just their body and how they were made up. And, boy, I got to say, man, um, I, I can see a few of them guys possibly playing this, this coming up year. I mean, this this off the eye test now. That's yet to be determined. But I can tell you, man, the O line, the D line, those those prospects that they got in there, um, yeah. very impressed, man. I think the future is real bright. Um, I'm excited about that, about that, the depth, and with that, the possibilities are all the different things that you can do with that type of depth, you know, because yes. you got all different types of players, all shapes and sizes and speeds and strengths and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm, I'm impressed about the possibilities of all the things that oh, yeah. could happen there, you know. I, noticed, I noticed at the Alabama game last year when we were, we were at the game, you look out at, at 
at our team warming up, and we've got a few people that look like Ty Warren. Yes. They had a lot of people look like they Ty Warren. They had a lot of them. Now, this year, when you look at it, our football team, even though they're young, we have a lot of players look like Ty Warren. Yeah. They've yeah. Got some Ty's and some a, Rockies and yes. some other guys in They've done now. a great well, job of recruiting, getting those guys there. I mean, it's, they're, they're young, but they're enthusiastic, too. This is the most enthusiastic group of guys. Uh, I don't know if they've got a true vocal leader like Trevor was last year, but they've got a lot of great leadership in the locker room, on the field, and they're they're happy to be there. They yeah. they want to be good, and they're willing to pay the price to do that. Aggies could be proud of this football team, how they work. Have you guys yeah. been a part of some football teams where, man, we lost a lot of talent, but then all of a sudden it, the gap was filled and covered up by chemistry, and all oh. of a sudden that team was better than the more talented team? All the time. That? All the time. I think where he comes from yeah. and, and the Patriots is a perfect example of that. Yeah, because Belichick could cut anybody. Yeah, That's yeah. Right. I mean, you know, you, you, and – the, you know, it's a big business in the NFL, but it's also it's a game of uh, production, right? So, you know, you got guys that's been around and they've played and done well and been productive for their team. And uh, and one thing I learned, and these are my words, but, you know, once once the payout way to play, you know, then it's time to go, you know. Yeah. And then once the production is not what it was, then, you know, it's time to go. And that's the way it is. And so with that, uh, it's no real patience for guys to sit around there and not produce um, the way they've shown they can produce. And, you know, and so with that, man, you always have a lot of turnover. You always have a lot of questions. You know, this coming up here, you know, I, we had two uh, defensive ends and Miles and uh, Hall leave this coming up here. Uh, being from here, you know, I'm around town. I see guys, might see them at the gas station, anything like that, happen to run across Cunningham. Um, you know, a guy that's, you know, kind of played second fiddle to those guys last year. Yeah, Johnson um, too. Johnson, you know, and so, you know, those, those guys, I mean, they got a glow in their eyes, just like Coach said, and I think those guys are ready to step in and, and do some special things. You know, a guy like Donovan Wilson, um, you know, kind of, kind of, you know, that third guy in the hole uh, last year, and now he's getting ready to step in. And uh, in place of Justin, and, and you know, and contribute uh, the way we know he can contribute. So I mean, there's a lot of special things going on, a lot of range at corners. Um, uh, you, I think we're gonna be pretty impressed with what you see out there in the secondary as well. So I think it's gonna provide a lot of flexibility this coming up. Yeah, six yeah. four, Miles Jones, six five, Clifford Chapman, Long six arms. three, Oliver. Yeah. Yeah. That's a long guy. Yeah. Priest Willis is out there looking like a midget. He's only 6'1", oh, 6'2". Yeah. Six, six, yeah. That's tall for a corner. Hey, and you know what? A, a quarterback, they can't pass that ball the way they want to on time when you jammed at the line of scrimmage. And, and you know, yeah, when, you got the, when you got that type of range and, and athleticism out there at yeah. corners, and, uh, it can pose some problems depending on how you want to use them. When we come back, more from Warren and Waddell and question marks entering the UCLA game this Sunday. Coming your way next on the Tex-Ags Maroon and White Report, CRM Sports Network. Tex-Ags Maroon and White Report on the CRM Sports Network. Gabe Bach with you along with former A&M player Ty Warren and former A&M linebackers coach Alan Waddell. What about just your biggest question mark on defense specific to facing Rosen? Now you're looking forward here. you got elite arm talent. We, get, we saw him last year. He's mm-hmm. also tough as nails, right? He got yeah. hit a bunch. Yeah, he, got yeah, he never gave up. Yeah. And he was better at the end of the game when he was out there – Whole, you know everything, and he ended up hurting his shoulder mm-hmm. not too long after that. Some yep. would surmise a lot of that had to do with him being on the turf all day mm-hmm. at Kyle Field in that first game. You're facing a real good guy. I mean, he's got incredible NFL talent. So, what's your question mark now that needs to be answered? It'll be answered, hopefully on Saturday or Sunday. You know, co- coach coach touched on something earlier, and uh, you know he he was he mentioned something along the lines of like seeing like when things get tough, you know, who's going to step up and that type of thing. And I think, uh, you know, some of your your top leaders are gone, you know, tonight, uh, the Miles, all those guys that uh, were your leaders last year. And now this year, I think you got, you kind of waiting to see who's going to surface as those new leaders. And mm-hmm. um, and and I think uh, with everything that Sumlin and the coaching staff and everybody's doing over there, uh, position by position, the strength coaches and all that type of stuff. Uh, you know, everything that's doing. So who's going to continue to convey the message when the coaches can't convey it anymore? You know, and and I think I think what that's that, I think that's going to be the biggest um, 
that's that's for me. That's gonna be the thing to watch. And and uh, I know a lot of guys. I've ran into a lot of guys, talked to them personally, um, and, and they're excited, you know. And uh, but you know, when the when the going gets tough and the tough is going, then you know, I think I think it's gonna be important to see who who's gonna continue to convey that message uh, that they've been talking about ever since the season ended last year. From what we've been able to see, only in the media portions, which is like 15 minutes, I'm a firm believer that that person's going to be Tyrell Dotson. I'm a firm believer believer that we're mm -hmm. talking about a an extra next-level kind of leader. Yeah. Not just producer, mm -hmm. but he's also going to be that man in the middle, which you really need a natural mm -hmm. leader at Mike, don't right. you, Coach? Yes, right. he really did. Front seven, they're looking at him. Yeah. Yeah. And then you've also got a great one back there at safety, number 23. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And Wilson's a good leader. Oh, Wilson's a great yeah. leader. His exuberance yeah. for the game is, oh, yeah. he's, you know, he's, he's contagious. This is yeah. his football team. He's taking it over. That's why he's one of the captains, you know, type of thing. Mm -hmm. um, I think the big question to me, one of it I'm looking forward to watching is, we have talented cornerback. We have some young people. Mm -hmm. uh, they're going to complete some passes. They're going to make some plays, UCLA is. And how are we going to react to that situation? Mm -hmm. That's, uh, right. that's the, Are we going to be able to, to, to fight back and continue to make those plays? Or are we going to have problems at, at that position? Because uh, one thing about this defense is we're going to put the cornerbacks on an island. We're going to have to create some pass rush, and we're going to put the corners on the island. They're going to have to hold up. And when Ben don't break, you know, when somebody catches you, you, you got they have to have short memories. Yeah, put it that way. Short term memories. And uh, yeah. they're, they're doing a great job of coaching them up. Very enthusiastic on the field, and um, that's to me going to be a, a critical part. Yeah. So, so whoever the quarterback is, you know, that's kind of that that appointed uh, leadership yeah. position where that guy, you know, has to have some trait of that, you know, to be able to even play that position and for guys to follow. The O line is 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 not never a position that I really ever worry about. Cause they, those guys are like the true band of brothers. Wherever you go, is universal. Them guys, mm -hmm. they eat together. They, you know, they Apparently party together, together. They work out together. Yeah, they do everything true. together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, as good as our safeties are, and as good of leaders as they are in, in a game situation, um, you see those guys in a huddle, maybe you know. Uh, on the first first uh, couple downs, and then on the third down, you might never see them. They just talking to the, the corners back there, and so I, yeah, I think you're right. I think Dotson uh, could be on the defense of you know a key key guy and uh, conveying that message. And man, you know, uh, freaking squatting 700 pounds. I mean, yeah, man. you know, you saw you saw, you saw that crowd around oh, him. Yeah. It's one thing, you know, he was doing yeah. it and he's gifted to do that. But man, you know, those guys were really excited about that. Yeah. And that was a a clip that was, yeah. you know, shared everywhere. Yeah, so that was after stadium sprints. Yeah. Yes. It wasn't cold. Yeah, no. yeah. Or yeah. coming in after a little stretch session. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, and talking the quarterback situation, and you know, I don't know who's going to walk on the field first. I really think that uh, uh, obviously probably because they haven't named a starter yet, the starter hadn't been decided maybe as such in concrete. Uh, but I think the schedule's real good for us in that um, – I think we've got – the biggest question that coaches are going to have is how will whoever we put out there react to being out there? When the, when the, when the bullets are flying, the lights go on, how are they going to perform? Not That's in practice, right. mm -hmm. but how are they going to perform on, on the big game? When the lights on. And we've got time to be able to figure that out. We've got UCLA. They're not going to win a national championship. We've got Nickel State. We've got Alala coming in. We then have two conference games that are lower half in their division predicted. Mm -hmm. So I'm not saying anything's easy, but the coaching staff looking to compete for championships, you're looking ahead to we're going to make sure we got the right quarterback when we face Alabama, Florida, LSU, and those people. Or even Arkansas, South Carolina. Yes. Yeah. Have the, so we've got three or four weeks to, to find out what that who that person is and how the team around them is. Do the receivers come around? Do the, can we run the ball? Is the defense as good as we hope they're going to be? All those questions have to be answered. And then you say the quarterback and how does he perform when the right. lights come on. Yeah, I'm with you on that, Coach. But there's an element to this game in particular that scares you because it's two of these three guys, and he could play all of them. He could play two of them. I think yep. they're going to play at least two of them, and I just don't know who the two are. They've done a good job. Mm -hmm. The team knows the plan. The team's even saying in press conference, we don't know the plan, even though someone said the players know the plan. Yep. And the players didn't hear the press conference. They said, we don't know the plan. So they're doing a good job, right? They're keeping it under wraps, making – Tom Bradley, good D.C., uh -huh. in this chess match with Mazzoni, have to prepare for two ghosts that have only played in high school, right? Yes. One guy hadn't played in 20 months. Right. And another one that is uh, – and then Hubenak. So he's got to prepare for three guys. But uh, 
you're talking about not just going on the road and playing an all right UCLA team, but you're going on to the Rose Bowl. That's not it. only is it yep. their first ever game, two of these QBs tie first ever game, but then the Rose Bowl's hosted five Super Bowls and they know it. Yeah. That's a venue. It's, it's That's a, like Fenway Park. When yeah. you walk into the Rose Bowl and I've been there, it the Rose Bowl is sunk. I mean, yeah. you walk in ground level, it's like, it's like row yeah. 94 or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Right. So when you look up and around this place, yeah. it's pretty – did you ever play there, Ty? That's the reason why they call it Coliseum. Uh, no, yeah. it, I, I never played there, but uh, uh, USC was a, uh, one of the uh, colleges that I took a visit to. And so uh, I got I got a private tour down there and, you know, got the, um, you know, got the Don uh, USC gear, you know, uh, all that type legal. of not then it wasn't. <laughs> Not then it wasn't. Okay. <laughs> I can say it now, but yeah. So I, that was L.A. Coliseum. The Rose yeah, that Bowl was even a, more prestigious. Oh, yeah. so Rose Bowl? Yeah. No, no Rose Bowl Coliseum. So yeah, yeah sorry about that. But yeah. hey, going going back to something, if light if lightning can strike twice, and this is where my mom was at, and that's why I didn't answer that correctly. So I'm sorry. But uh, this is where my mom was at. If lightning can strike twice, and with the unknown of who's going to be the quarterback and such, because I tell you. What um, opposing team will be doing right now, leading up into the game, is watching tons of film on Hebrew Neck Number Ten, mm -hmm. because that's the film that's only out there. Got. That's the only film they got. got. And so, you know, everything leads, you know, leads to that. And then I'm sure there's some high school film on the the guys. Oh, of course. So they watching high school film on those guys, right? Which should be totally different than the guy that you would see on on, on a Saturday. Starkle's 50 pounds heavier than it was in high school. Hell yeah. yeah. And, and so, you know, so so that's what they're doing, right? But if Lightning can strike twice, uh, and I say that because, you know, they got the Manziel ghost around here, right? So when he came in and started, nobody knew he was who he was, right? That's right. right. And, man, if, uh, if Lightning can strike twice and that could happen and one of those young guys – uh, come in and just set the world on fire, and because it was an element of unknown, no matter how you know as talented as Manziel was and, and as talented as that line was, sure. it was an element of unknown that guys just wasn't prepared for that whole season. And man, he yeah. was prepared. They were prepared. Uh -huh. He was prepared. Yeah. He was talented enough. He had a nice line blocking for him. And man, <laughs> there he went. And so yeah. maybe, There's maybe only one Johnny though. But I take Steve McGee. Just yeah. maybe, if, yeah. If no, the rest, yeah. If yeah, the no rest of the team does their and job, we're going to be further. fine at quarterback. Yeah. And I don't care which of the three or four or five or six. Yeah, you've been the trenches, right, Coach? That's right. The if trenches. The, if the rest are, are fine, we're going we're gonna to be fine. Trenches, man. Our thanks to former A&M and NFL player Ty Warren and former coach Alan Waddell. We'll take a timeout. The up-and-coming rising star of the SEC Network and ESPN host and reporter Laura Rutledge with us next as we roll along on the Tex-Ags Maroon and White Report on the CRM Sports Network. Blue Star medicated ointment works fast to relieve the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. It's amazing. It's like as soon as you put it on, you can feel it working. We've had Blue Star in the family for years. It works on everything. I love the cooling sensation on my athlete's foot. What a relief for my eczema. Nothing worked on my dry, cracked skin until I tried Blue Star. Blue Star is great for scalp itch. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. Allergy sufferers, my name's Nigel, and as a well-educated owl, I know the difference between what's wise and unwise. Texting after three glasses of Merlot? Unwise. Using new Zizol for 24-hour relief of your allergy symptoms? Quite wise. Because Zizol is just as effective at hour 24 as it is at hour 1, relieving your symptoms for a better night's sleep and a more productive day. So for continuous 24-hour allergy relief, don't be unwise. Be wise all. Take new Zizol. Users directed. Hey, it's Jim. I can't take your call right now. I'm digging for oil in my basement to help pay for my family's mobile bill. A little crazy, you say? <laughs> you try getting a data plan that has enough gigs for my family. And I thought braces were expensive. We definitely need a switch. Stuck in a dysfunctional family plan? Switch to Boost Best Family Plan right now and get four lines for just $25 per line, each with unlimited gigs. With Metro PCS, you only get two gigs per line for the same price. Plus, switch today and get up to four free phones, all on the fast and reliable Sprint Nationwide Network. 
Boost makes it easy to switch. Switching makes it easy to save. Offer ends 9-10-17. Requires one line to port in. Lines include unlimited data, talk, and text. Video streams optimized at up to 480p plus resolution. Music up to 500 kilobits per second and cloud gaming up to 2 megabits per second. Data deprioritization applies during congestion. Comparison based on Metro PCS's 2 gigabyte promo plan as of 425-17. For additional details, visit their website. Free phones while supplies last. Requires port in and activation on $100 plan. Coverage and offers not available everywhere. Restrictions apply. As a business owner, your daily focus is on increasing sales, decreasing expenses, and maximizing profit. And while you may have insurance for your business, you may not know if the coverage is adequate or if you're paying too much. With Dexter and Company Insurance, they'd like to help you out. Since 1876, Dexter and Company has been serving the business, home, and auto insurance needs of Texans for a reason. They provide the most comprehensive insurance coverage at the best price. For a quote on your insurance, call 764-8444 or click DexterCompany.com and see what Dexter and Company can do for you. Back, Gabe Bach with you on the Tex-Ags Maroon and White Report on the CRM Sports Network. We're talking football with ESPN and SEC Network host and reporter Laura Rutledge. Are you in Columbus? You're going to call that game Thursday night. Is that right? I, I am. So I'm in Columbus now. I'll actually head to Bloomington this afternoon because certainly Ohio State will be heading to Bloomington to face Indiana on the road. It's actually yeah. the first time since 1975, Gabe, that wow. Ohio State has opened the season with a conference game on the road. So, you know, it, it's crazy. And, and I think it just speaks to the fact that the, the trend is changing in college football right now, and it's great for the fans. You wouldn't have imagined years ago that you would see a matchup like Alabama-Florida State to start the season, or even in Ohio State-Indiana, which is a game that, frankly, Ohio State cannot lose. I think Alabama or Florida State could lose that game. Right. Either one of those teams would still be okay. You really, if you're Ohio State, you can't lose this game. No, no question. And, and how, how excited are you for this week and just what it's going to be? You're in Columbus right now. You spent a day with Ohio State yesterday. You're going to Bloomington. You're going to be with Indiana. The game's Thursday night. So in two nights, on the call, on the sidelines, 7 o'clock Central on ESPN, and then head right to Big D in Dallas for your first <laughs> opportunity to be the lead host of SEC Nation. What, what's going through your what's, – what's this week like in the buildup for you? I think it's like I feel like a coach right now, one day at a time, one game at a time. But but, but it's, it really is so much fun. And it's funny because I was talking to my dad the other day. And he's like, oh, I hope you're staying rested. And, you know, he's saying all the dad stuff. And I said, Dad, this is what I've wanted for forever. You know, this is what I prayed for. This is what I've worked for. This is everything. So, to me, just feeling thankful is kind of the way that I'm approaching the whole thing and just soaking it all in. It's just so much fun uh, spending time around this Ohio State program yesterday, just sort of learning about the way that they're approaching the season and getting some perspective outside the SEC, I think, is always interesting, even for SEC Nation. And then, you know, obviously heading to Texas, we're, we're thinking about a lot of this uh, damage that's been happening in Texas with Hurricane Harvey. And so I think things will be a little tempered in that way. We certainly want to be sensitive to that, but also a great game there. And, and Florida and Michigan facing off in Jerry World is going to be crazy. And so I'm actually doing sideline for that game now, too. I just uh, added a little fun oh, wow. in there. I'm going to be doing sideline for ESPN Radio. So I'll get to hang around and, and actually cover that game, which I think is going to be really interesting to see, you know, what kind of Florida team do we see in the wake of all these suspensions? And yes. what does Michigan really look like? Because certainly they're a team that brings talent to the table, but they're very young. Is Harbaugh even giving you guys a roster for TV purposes, or are you just going to no, have to wait until game time? We got nothing. <laughs> we got nothing. And, and he's also doing meetings on Friday super early in the morning, so it's like nobody can get it, get there in time. So I, I will not be meeting with, with Mr. Khaki Pants uh, <laughs> until before the game. So, oh, well. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's how he rolls, you know. That's how he rolls. It's worked for him. What? Let me ask you this about SEC Nation. I think you'll be the third host, if I'm not mistaken. Tessa Tor got it That's cranked right. up 2014. Maria did a great job last year. And now it's sort of your show as lead host and an opportunity to sort of mold it and make it your own. What will look or feel different about SEC Nation with you in the lead chair? No, I think that's a great question, Gabe, and, and I'm still trying to figure that out some. But yeah. I think one of the main things that I want to bring to the table is just being a normal person, and, and I'm not saying that anybody else wasn't because they've all been so great, but I think one thing that fans crave is just that that intimate look, it, it look inside what somebody's actually like. And we've got so many neat personalities on that desk that I think 
you know, if somebody watches the show and doesn't remember that I was on the show, that means I've been doing my job. Right. And I think just allowing those guys to really show their personalities and show their opinions and what they're all about is going to be so much fun. And I just think that's kind of my main my main focus. Uh, but we are going to have some new things this year. Can't tell you exactly yet uh, all the things, but we certainly, I mean, in show number one, we got less miles on the set. We're going to on there they may be on the set at the same time so just imagine that and what may happen if you put those two together ah, uh fine bomb up there as well so i mean yeah. you know it's wild we've got all kinds of craziness going on and i think i think that's where you know fans should, should just get really excited about what's coming their way and watching the show and all the different things that we try, and we're just trying to keep it fresh and fun and get everyone excited about college football. Now, assuming that for uh, publicity purposes, the Mets don't have any September call-ups, which probably <laughs> is seven years away from happening. But at the same time, he's done a pretty good job. But but what about – when do you get Tebow back? Is he going to be in this weekend? Uh, I am not allowed to confirm or deny what's going on with him. But we Come are on. Nobody's Tebow listening to this. We are – planning to have him on the show um, nice. which would be the case anyway and and you know it's cool because the Mets have been wonderful about working with us on yeah. TV and and Tim's been great about you know he's chasing a dream certainly and he's been great about saying hey yeah you know I'll I'll come and do whatever we can and kind of working symbiotically there between the Mets and ESPN to, to make everything happen. Outstanding well you as much as anybody knows the life of juggling pro baseball duties with your husband Josh (laughs) and everything else you guys have to do all right seven games that matter I think in this league in the SEC in week one outside of Bama Florida State and the one that you're going to be calling okay what's the other game that really stands out to you between LSU BYU Tennessee Georgia Tech Mm -hmm. you know South Carolina and NC State of course the A&M game at UCLA yeah, you know, I would actually pick uh, Georgia Appalachian State because I think with a lot of hype around Georgia and a lot of question marks about is the offensive line going to be good enough? Is Jacob Eason going to make that progression after a very good and solid freshman year to an excellent sophomore year to lead this team to potentially Atlanta and then maybe more? Who knows? There are some people very high on this Georgia team. A lot of that also has to do with their defense. But we saw what Appalachian State did to Tennessee last year, forcing them into overtime to be able to win that game at home in Rocky Top. I cover that game. I have never seen a sideline like that on the Tennessee side where they were just shocked. I mean, they were looking around in shock and awe about what was going on. Appalachian State is good, and, and it's really not as much about them being that good, but it's about – been playing in a, a way that is hard to defend and I think we're looking at a, a team that could really test Georgia's defense early on and really see if they are all they're cracked up to be so I would pick that as probably my next most interesting game beyond the other two that you mentioned also of course this A&M UCLA game is huge if A&M is able to go there and beat UCLA which I'm not saying it's going to be pretty but I do think they could get that win. I, I While Josh Rosen is good, I, I'm not sure that the rest of UCLA is nearly as talented as Texas A&M is top to bottom. If they start the season off with that road victory, I think we're talking about a narrative that, while it will be tempered, it could be more positive for Kevin Sumlin and the Aggies. If they start that, that year off with a loss uh, to UCLA, it's going to be tough. And, and I think just we will already – see sort of the talk about Kevin Sumlin continue to deteriorate in a negative way and uh, it'll just be tough for the entire team to deal with I I hate to see that happen to programs when their coach becomes such a focal point throughout the season last thing for you Laura so appreciate this time looking forward to our Tuesday conversations and uh, looking forward to everything you're doing on television this fall let me yes or no question will Alabama Florida State play twice this season yes I agree. I think they do. I think they will meet again in the college football playoff. And I have those two teams in my final four teams. I also have Ohio State and USC. There you go. So kind of by the book, kind of going with the chalk there a little bit. But, um, you know, there's so many different things that could happen in, in all of this. And it's it's crazy. I love this time of year because people are making crazy predictions. Like Cole Kublik had NC State in the playoff <laughs> yesterday. I'm like, come on, Cole, what you doing? Yeah, he judges that based on line play. And if he can't block their That's D-line, he he's like, yeah. Their D-line's so good, he's like, I couldn't block them. So I'm picking NC right. State. Uh, chalk, put me down on, in, in bold black lettering for Penn State to win the national championship. So I've got that. Whoa. 
Yeah, Penn Whoa. State's going to win it. They All got right. that game in the shoe. But other than that, a pretty advantageous sure. schedule, and I love me some James Franklin. They've got the two stud. I, I, they return everybody but one guard on offense, and they've got two guys returning at every level of their defense that are, pro, I think, pros. So I, I believe yeah. Penn State. I believe in Penn State and what James Franklin's doing over there. So there we go. Yeah, I, I thought this before I came to Ohio State these last couple of days. Uh, I still think Ohio State's better than Penn State, but I do think that'll be a tough matchup. Those should be the best two teams in the Big Ten. Yep. Laura, thank you so much. Enjoy the week. It's going to be awesome. All right, thank you. Thanks to Laura Rutledge for her time. We'll take a timeout. Billy Lucci, Texag's lead analyst, joins us next to talk about how A&M stacks up and its game coming up on Sunday against UCLA. Coming your way next on the Texags Maroon and White Report, CRM Sports Network. Texags Maroon and White Report on the CRM Sports Network. Gabe Bach with you along with Texags lead analyst Billy Lucci in studio. Let's talk about AM and UCLA coming up this Sunday. The topic we kind of chewed on earlier that a lot of fans responded with a bunch of different answers. Name one AM player you're excited to see make his college debut this weekend, Sunday against UCLA. One AM player. And with that, uh, we've got a pretty interesting question for you. First, give me your player, and then we're going to pertain to the quarterback's My question. My player, outside of, I mean, it's the quarterbacks, and I don't right. know if that's excited more so than really interested to see. Um, and now, you know, I'm, you're starting to get all kinds of – someone's deals working where, you know, you talk to five different people, they'll tell you five different things. You you know, you hear Hubenek's name now as a guy getting, you know, getting – rep so is it jake is it kellen mond is it stark you know there's no way ucla has to know what they're going to face and, and imagine i know it, look the guy's going to adjust bradley will adjust it might take him a possession to adjust for if you went from the experience of of Hubenek to a guy like mond that can do so much with his legs or if you went from starkle with the gun and then you brought in Mon. A, they had to prepare for that. They've got to prepare for a mobile quarterback because they don't know if Kellen's going to play. That's a big difference. It is. B, when you come in, it's not even – you know, you want to sit here and go, well, I mean, Tom Bradley's been a coach forever. He can adjust. Well, UCLA has a pretty young defense. Very. What about their adjustment? What if you, you go from Starkle or Hubenek and you bring in Mond and he starts running around? What kind of timing adjustment do they have to make with the angles, the speed of the game? Um, you know, there's an adjustment there, too. So if you're talking a, a possession in the first half that maybe goes better for A&M because of the, the changeup, maybe a possession in the second half that goes better, mm -hmm. then it's worth it. Is it a game-changer? Probably not, but two possession sure as hell could be. Sure could be. We're not going to know. We're not going to go. Well, I guess you will if you bring someone in and they go right down the field. You say, man, it, 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 that changeup got them. You saw it in that A&M Arizona State game a little bit. Had Kyler not thrown a pick uh, and they converted a couple short yardage, when he came in in place of, of Kyle, it definitely injected life. Yep. And the Arizona State defense that had been so aggressive – kind of got on their heels or, or their aggression was paying and they needed to not be more as aggressive but they were yeah the it's coaches it's, it's a coach team. thing that has to change it's a player thing that has to change and you have to change your preparation for it so and there's limited time these days i don't know how big but it is definitely an advantage for a&m for ucla to not know who their QB is going to be. Do I, am I sitting here saying they're going to win no so don't come at me with this crap later and go man that quarterback change up really hurt because I'm not saying it's going to be the difference between winning and losing. A&M might lose because they have no, you know, they we find out they have no pass rush. They might lose because we find out they've got major issues on the O line. Who knows? But this does not guarantee they'll win. But it is certainly an advantage that we're sitting here on a Monday before a Sunday game, and it's not out know. there who it's going to be, yeah. and you don't know if they're going to go. 
complete and total inexperience, if they're going to go cautious experience, if they're going to go passer, runner, if they're going to go some combination of both or even all three. That, that's, I promise you this. I promise you this. If you wonder if it's any advantage for A&M, ask yourself this. Would Jim Mora love to know who is going to start and play for A&M at quarterback next Sunday? Of course he would. Then why would he want to? Moore's a good defensive Why would he want to? Tom Bradley's a vet. Why would they want to? Because it's an advantage. They know it's a slight disadvantage to them. Nobody wants any level of disadvantage. That's why Nick Saban didn't do it. A&M's got a little level of disadvantage. Yeah, and A&M's got a little level of disadvantage going in where they don't know this O.C., Exactly. Which was the same problem they had last year with UCLA when Mazzoni left. So, and Mazzoni's a vet too. And I, one of my most intriguing elements of this whole game is the chess match between Mazzoni and Bradley. By the way, Bradley's my guy's uh, my guy's awesome. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> to go back to that, it's yeah. Jamon Osmond. But I'm loving yeah. the chess match because as soon as Bradley may figure out one, he's gonna, he could insert another one. And how does he do it? And how does he keep him on his toes? And who what? who's leading that chess game during this? What I'm As fascinated with is, is how we'll know Mazzoni game plan and call plays for each of his. I don't think we'll see three unless two are doing really bad and you bring a third in with each of his two quarterbacks. I, I hear this one thing. I don't, I'm 100% convinced we're not going to see one. And I'm 100% convinced we won't see three unless the, the two that they plan on playing, if I'm right, really struggle. Are you a hundred? So are you a hundred percent convinced it'll be two quarterbacks, both guys making their first play, their first action? No. Okay. No, I think it could be it could be Jake and one of the young guys. Okay. I, I'm I'm a hundred percent convinced though that we won't see three unless they have to. That's sure. that's not a good development. And I'm also a hundred percent convinced we're not going to see one guy go out there and mm-hmm. play the whole game. I think it's going to be two. I, the combination is still very much up in the air. Okay, keep your eyes closed. Okay. I want to show you my first ever painting. All right. Okay. Open your eyes. Oh, that's a lot of colors Mm -hmm. (laughs) and shapes. So be honest. What do you think? Well, uh, I like how if you switch to Geico, you could save hundreds of dollars on car insurance. Oh, yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. Here, why don't I hold your paintbrush while you call them? Geico, because saving 15% or more on car insurance is always a great answer. Hey, it's Jim. I can't take your call right now. I'm digging for oil in my basement to help pay for my family's mobile bill. A little crazy, you say? <laughs> you try getting a data plan that has enough gigs for my family. And I thought braces were expensive. We definitely need a switch. Stuck in a dysfunctional family plan? Switch to Boost Best Family Plan right now and get four lines for just $25 per line, each with unlimited gigs. With Metro PCS, you only get two gigs per line for the same price. Plus, switch today and get up to four free phones, all on the fast and reliable Sprint Nationwide network. Boost makes it easy to switch. Switching makes it easy to save. Offer ends 9-10-17. Requires one line to port in. Lines include unlimited data, talk, and text. Video streams optimized at up to 480p plus resolution. Music up to 500 kilobits per second and cloud gaming up to 2 megabits per second. Data deprioritization applies during congestion. Comparison based on Metro PCS's 2 gigabyte promo plan as of 425-17. For additional details, visit their website. Free phones while supplies last. Requires port in and activation on $100 plan. Coverage and offers not available everywhere. Restrictions apply. Check out the Groupon app where you can save up to infinity. Theoretically speaking. Actually, you can save up to $100 a week on what you do every day. Suppose you saved $10 on tacos and took that $10 and used it to get more great restaurant deals on Groupon, like Italian or Chinese. Pretty soon, you could save a ton. Brunch? Check Groupon. Dinner plans? Check Groupon. Hungry? Use the top-rated Groupon app to save up to $100 a week on what you do every day. Download the app and save. Groupon. All across Texas and beyond, people are buying from Tom Light Chevrolet. Why? Because we constantly challenge ourselves to give you unrivaled savings. With the most competitive internet pricing available, there's no need to drive all over the map for the best closeout deals of the year. Tom Light Chevrolet has the largest selection of Silverados, Cruises, Corvettes, and Camaros in the Brazos Valley. You want more for your trade? Come in and get a free cash offer on your old car with no obligation to buy. 
Tom White Chevrolet is your official Auto Trader trade-in marketplace dealership. Feel free to walk away with cash or use it as a down payment on your new Chevy. Because we know that when you see these amazing closeout prices, you'll never want to shop anywhere else. That's why since 1972, all roads lead to Tom Light Chevrolet. Come and see our team at North Earl Rudder Freeway in Bryant or shop us online all the time at TomLight.com. Chevy, find new roads. Allison is perfect. I mean, she'd never tell you that. She's humble and perfect. She likes everyone. She even likes her untidy roommate's weird guinea pig. Allison, wait, are you texting and driving? Allison, no, that's the exact opposite of what I was just saying about you. Why, Allison, why? Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Final segment of the Texas Marine and White Report Fall 2017 debut here on the CRM Sports Network. And let's dive into the seven games that I believe matter in the SEC this weekend. And we'll go chronologically. The first game that matters on Saturday is going to be on main channel ESPN. It'll be at 2 o'clock Central Time, South Carolina and NC State in Charlotte, Bank of America Stadium. Last I checked, most people aren't putting a line on this game. It's an interesting game, and I'm going to go with NC State here. I like South Carolina's skill talent a lot. I love Brian Edwards. I love Debo Samuel. I like the young quarterback, Jake Bentley, and I like their running backs. But it is a line of scrimmage league, even in the ACC right now, and NC State has as good a D-line as there is in the ACC. But outside of Clemson, you know, they could stack up with Florida State from a talent standpoint. Bradley Chubb is a top 15 pick potentially, and they are loaded. They got their whole front seven back, and I think NC State gets it done and makes a statement here. I'm not going full-fledged Cole Kubelik. My buddy picked them to go from ESPN and SEC Network, picked NC State to go to the college football playoff. I'm not going that far, but I do think they get a win here in the opener. Right after that, 30 minutes later, 2.30 p.m. on ABC at Jerry World, Number 11, Michigan. Number 17, Florida. Michigan favored by three and a half. And I'm going Michigan. Now, they're a little bit of a mystery, too, because they lost Peppers and they lost Taco Charlton and they lost a lot of good skilled players. But at the same time, uh, Florida has one defensive player returning from last year. One. One starter. They have one full-time starter returning from last year, and that's Duke Dawson. He was a nickel last year. Now he's a corner. So there are a lot of concerns. McIlwain's playing three quarterbacks, so does he have one quarterback? Zaire has not set the world on fire, and they're probably going with Felipe Franks, the freshman. And they hadn't been able to figure it out since he got there offensively, by and large their quarterback, and their best, most dynamic player on either side of the ball is Antonio Callaway, and he's not playing in the game. And sooner or later, they're going to run out of Muschamp recruits defensively. I think that's happening right about now. They'll be good but not great defensively and show me on offense. I don't know if they can show you against Harbaugh in Michigan, who's recruited very well in the two years since he got on, since he got back to campus, all right, in his alma mater. I'm going Michigan here. I don't think it's close, at least a 10-point win. After that, you go down a little ways in the evening games, and it gets very exciting, especially at 7 o'clock Central, unveiling Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia on ABC. number one Alabama, number three Florida State. Bama's favored by seven in this game. I don't quite get that. And I know Jalen Hurts is a true freshman. He was spectacular last year. He had some flaws, but he was still the SEC Offensive Player of the Year as a true freshman at Alabama, able to withstand all the pressure that comes with that job. And I couldn't be more impressed with him. I also couldn't be more impressed with uh, DeAndre Francois at Florida State and the toughness that he showed last year. He was getting his butt kicked last year because of a bad offensive line. And that's the question mark. I know Cook is gone at running back for Florida State, but they got Akers. <clears throat> they, they can roll guys in there. At wide receiver, they're good. But their defense is just loaded. And Jalen Hurts doesn't have Lane Kiffin. 
and, and Sarkeesian anymore. And I think that'll make a, a little bit of a difference. These two teams, I believe, will rematch in the college football playoff. But in week one, Jimbo is going to have the Seminoles ready to go. Florida State gets the win. Not just Florida State in the points. I'm picking Florida State outright. Also at 7 o'clock, Vanderbilt at Middle Tennessee. Last time Vandy went to Middle Tennessee, they lost. They're favored by three. The coach and the quarterback are father-son, last name Stockstill, and I think the Stockstills in Middle Tennessee do it again and beat Vanderbilt. I believe it's going to be a long year for Vanderbilt. At 8.30 p.m. Central Time on ESPN, BYU and number 13 LSU. I'm not understanding this line at 16.5. 16.5 with no Arden Key. And it's looking like Darius Geis might not play. Last we checked, looked like Darius Geis. He says he's 100%, but he's not been cleared. Coach Orgeron is bringing in a level of mystery here, whether or not he's going to be able to go. And, I don't, and I'd like to reserve the right to make this pick until I know for a fact whether Geis is going. If Geis doesn't go, I'm picking BYU outright. Without a doubt, I'm picking BYU in the points. Minus 16 and a half. And I know this game got moved to New Orleans. And I know LSU's got speed. But their best two players are Geis and Key. And there's a good chance neither of them play in this game. And almost the entire front seven is gone from LSU. Oh, and they've got a couple of first-round <laughs> picks at defensive back last year. Most of their great players on defense, gone. Can they overcome it right away? BYU's had a game. Now, they were incredibly vanilla and unimpressive against Portland State. So that gives you some pause, but they do have a game under their belt. They're not fast, but they're strong, and I like their defense, and I like their quarterback, Tanner Mangum. That can't be said about LSU and hasn't been for a long time at quarterback. They've got serious question marks. If Geist doesn't play, I'm picking BYU outright. Either way, BYU in the points. Sunday, 6.30 p.m., it's Texas A&M and UCLA. UCLA favored by 3.5. I'm going A&M. And I believe A&M slows down what was a bad run game last year at UCLA, enough to make the Bruins one-dimensional. And then they got to get after the quarterback. And that's easier said than done without Miles Garrett and without Deshaun Hall. But I think John Chavis has not forgotten how to coach. And he will be creative enough and drawing up blitzes, drawing up some games. A&M's got a very good defensive tackle rotation. They're going to mix in some multiple looks up front, some 3 4 and I believe A&M gets out of there with a win. It will be a tight game. But I think the Aggies win it outright. Probably whoever gets to 30 in this game, something like that. I'm thinking 31-24, something like this. It's going to be a tight game, but I think the Aggies get it done. And Tennessee and Georgia Tech in the Monday night game. Remember, no NFL games this weekend. So the Aggies are a Sunday night game on Fox and the – Tennessee Volunteers take on Georgia Tech in Atlanta, but not a technically a home game for, for the Yellow Jackets. It's going to also be at Mercedes-Benz Stadium at 7 o'clock on Monday. I'm going with the Vols here really tight. They lost Kirkland, their linebacker, Darren Kirkland, their three-point favorite. That's going to hurt him a lot. But Georgia Tech had a running back, Mills, with 12 touchdowns last year. He got suspended for several games last year. Well, he's been kicked off the team. And because of that, I'm swaying my pick here, and it was on both sides of the fence, but I'm swaying the pick to the Tennessee Volunteers. I think they get it done in a tight game on Monday night. And that will do it for episode number one in the 2017 fall debut of the Tex-Ags Marina White Report. Hope you enjoyed the show. Big thanks to Laura Rutledge, to Ty Warren, Alan Waddell, and Billy Lucci, and, of course, all of you for tuning in here. We'll see you next week to break down and look back on the – game against UCLA at the Rose Bowl and look ahead to Nickel State at Kyle Field for the home opener coming up next Saturday. You've been listening to the Tex-Ags Maroon and White Report on the CRM Sports Network.